I'm Zed. And I'm Grace. This is where you come in. Okay, <laughs> hi, I'm Eli. I don't know anything about psych or what we're doing. This is our, our new trifecta. Grace is a veteran. I'm here, and Eli knows nothing. <laughs> well, I know one thing, and that it's... Okay, so I was informed by Zed that I was allowed only one swear, and I'm going to use it now. Oh, wow. get really? in trouble for all uh -huh. the times I accidentally swear later on. Okay, so this is your official swear TM. <laughs> yes. Grace, I'm sorry. I will probably spend most of this podcast on this show. Yep. <laughs> yep. Figured. Ah, it's going to be amazing. I'm, I, I apologize. I don't care. The level of cringe was so bad <laughs> that my legs cramped up from how hard I was cringing. It curled right. my toes. Before we get into opinions, let's let's get into the episode uh, minor data so people know what we're talking about. We are watching season three, episode two, murder. Anyone? Anyone? Bueller. Yes. Uh, which Bueller. I didn't realize that was the title of it because I just pressed. Bueller. I just pressed play. Bueller. Uh, Bueller. And I found out that that was the title of it when I pulled up the IMDb page five minutes ago. Okay, so, uh, I have a question, real quick, actually. I might have an answer. I watched that whole ass episode, and I still don't know if the dude is psychic. He's not. Okay. Uh, I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love Nothing that. makes sense. It, it, He's, okay, so the, the conceit of the show, for you and anyone out there who has randomly decided to listen to this episode. <laughs> I apologize, uh, everyone. No, it's good. Uh, so this is Sherlock Holmes. No, but, it isn't. <laughs> yeah, it is. Because it sure Sean isn't. Watson. We have Sean and his Watson, who is Gus. And uh, so this is a Sherlock Holmes take where Sherlock is, instead of being gainfully employed by the police, uh, conning his way into being gainfully employed by pretending to be a psychic detective. Okay, he pretends to be a psychic detective. What he comes off as is psychotic. Yes. I mean, that's not wrong. He is a disaster, and I love him so. He, he's the disaster <laughs> buy of this show. Yes. So. This is bad reputation. I'm feeling offended. Well, <laughs> technically speaking, you they never like being a disaster but... by. Yeah, because they're cowards on network. Yeah, they are cowards on network TV. So he's just constantly chasing after blonde women. Mm -hmm. uh, but he's. A I did like the girl in this episode. She was very yeah, cute. She, she reminded cute. me of uh, Britney Spears. Weirdly enough, okay. I was trying to figure out what she reminded me of. She's got those vibes. Yeah, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's. I think it's the shape of her eyes. Either way, she was very cute. The actress did a good job. She did, especially of being like the sarcastic person who you snubbed at one point. Yeah, oh, yeah. very oh, good yeah. at that. But also very mad. good at rolling with the silliness instead of cringing physically into the void like I did. Yeah, that's valid. <laughs> she made what was written on paper feel... The way that scene was written out, uh, specifically mm -hmm. talking about the one on the roof, it was like, God, the thinking about it makes me cringe reading that script. But the way that she acted and played it off made it more tolerable. Yes, I think had that been any other actress, I probably would have hated it intensely instead yeah. of just disliked it mildly. Oh, I still hated it intensely. But she was <laughs> like, I was like, you're okay, honey. You get a pass. Okay, so, well, let's get into our, our very quick uh, survey of all the people. All of our regulars are here except for Buzz, which is a crime. Yes. Uh, and also, we don't see the blueberry at all this episode, which we means don't. those things were off of my checklist. It's um, kind of like a bottle episode. It is. It's like the whole thing takes place in these like four sets that they're trying to convince you are one high school and they yes. are just closed. No, sets. no, no. It's, it's just that all of the rooms in a high school look like that. They're all identical. That's true. 
So it like, why not reuse the same school. four sets? That's just what high school's like. Uh, yeah, I doubt it. But you know, like it could that just be an actual was high school. Huge. They, that yeah, was a they really had a, I've actually been in gyms that big before. I think my elementary school was like that. Yeah, no, our our elementary schools and high schools have really big that gyms. One was huge. Well, also, I was really small back then. So that's also here. true. Yeah, scale's real. Yep. <laughs> all right, so we have all of our regulars. We have uh some new people do you want to try pronouncing some of these names uh i mean i was just going to like i mean i'll mention direct you. that we have a guest star rachel lee cook abigail yeah the cute yeah. girl i've been talking about this whole time yeah yes. i only but know two names in, and that's because like, told me them. yeah she was in a bunch of like 90s thousands movies like she was in she's all that was dude hill okay and freddie prince jr love of my life okay <laughs> A series of words. My Carly. Ha! No, that's literally the only Freddy I know. Freddie Prince Jr. was the live-action Fred in the Scooby-Doo movie. Yes. (laughs) Wait, his name is actually Fred. But the fact that wait was that the high school dude? Like, Like, who? Why did his character come up again? We're gonna have to bleep you. (laughs) Oh my god, I didn't even realize. I don't care. Uh, I warned you. I warned you. Uh It's gonna be fun to listen to later. (laughs) Yes um I is that the it. high school guy what do you mean i don't know for some okay, reason i'm thinking of the one with reason... like the the island with uh mr bean yeah yeah, yeah that one's the one with with fred as like kind of a butthead mm-hmm. and uh that's freddie prince jr he's married to sarah michelle geller who yes. is buffy and or daphne this guy was in the episode no, this no, guy. He was, in a, he was in a movie with someone who was in the episode. He's in a okay. movie with the, the nice, uh, the girl who did yeah, a good acting. The cute girl. Can yeah. you tell I don't watch TV? No, yes. like this is essentially how conversations with me usually go. So, like, I'm oh, we're just really going down the metaphorical Wikipedia uh, rabbit hole right now. Like, there's two of you. Yeah, I'm feeling really knowledgeable right now. This is fantastic. <laughs> I was able to describe who he was, partially because Grace is obsessed with him. Um, That's fair. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Let's see. We have some trivia and goofs. You said there's one goof? Yes. The boot prints on the roof were made with a boot with a more rounded toe than those worn by Howie. Why wouldn't they just take the prop and stamp it on the I roof? Just use the shoes! You have the shoes! I He's don't wearing know. them. Oh, you know what probably happened? They did that and they go, those aren't big and noticeable enough. And then decided to paint them on bigger and darker. Well, and then just didn't bother like to make them match. Sand on the roof, and it was like an imprint of it. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, they got no excuse then. Because I was like, I was confused. It's like, okay, there's scuff marks on the floor. Is that dirt? There's usually like some sort of like pebbles or rocks or something on top of the roof, so yeah. that like if you're moving stuff around, you have true, some traction. Yeah, that and the wind carries a lot of <laughs> up there. I also, that. that crap. <laughs> I just bleep it out. It's not that big of a deal. I know, but now I'm mad at myself. (laughs) (laughs) This is me trying, okay? I know. It just gets replaced with um, dial-up tone. Oh, you're going to put dial-up tone? Yeah, that's okay. Make it a different noise every single time. I do, I do. how deep into the sound effect library you can go in one episode. Exactly. All right, so trivia. Oh, so I actually noticed this and I commented on it and I hate it. This is oh, the no. first episode to not feature a flashback in the intro. And this is an episode that could have used a flashback in the intro. Okay. <sighs> um, they they might have had a flashback 
in like a deleted scene. I don't remember. Well, that's too bad. It's not in the real scene. I, yeah, I'm not gonna plug in the thing and then put the DVD in. I I just can't. Yeah. That's just too much for me now. That's valid. And what a mood. <laughs> no, like if it's not in the regular scenes, mm-hmm. it's extra canonical. It's apocryphal, and it is heresy. Yeah. So. <laughs> um, that sounded very ominous. Uh-huh. <laughs> Correct. It's a curse. Most of the trivia is like, hey, this obvious 80s reference is a reference to a movie from the 80s. I'm like, no way. No way. You're kidding. Yeah, it's like, it's bullet point after bullet point of, did you know the words he said were referencing Breakfast Club? But he's like, wow, this is just like that one John Hughes movie. Yeah, he fully- Or that other John Hughes movie. <laughs> or the other John Hughes movie. He, he fully- He mentions Lover. Like- yeah, no, to I be fair, that was the cut. the first line in the He's episode that I actually movie. enjoyed. Yes, Flubber's a John Hughes movie. Are you talking down Flubber? I would never talk down Flubber. No. That's like the the first time I actually enjoyed this episode. Valid. Oh, okay, that's fair. That's fair. No, I didn't know Flubber was John Hughes. I haven't seen Flubber since I was about ten, and my parents had the VHS. I'm assuming it's on Disney Plus or something. I don't know. I, I also, that was I don't I'm not sure, but I still have the VHS. Time to Google. I think we do too in storage somewhere. Yeah, I think my like, parents still have a VHS, but they don't have a VHS player. Yeah, so we have two. But yeah, there's um quite a lot of references in this episode, and some of them are more subtle than others. <laughs> Most of them aren't even subtle. Yeah, I mean the he doesn't even reference it. He's just like a bit much. Hey, have you seen this movie? Wait, wow. was the seat on the roof a reference? Yeah, he was. Dancing I thought he was kids. just being f- weird. No. He no, was, he's uh, uh, doing the dance from the Breakfast Club. Have yeah. you seen Breakfast Club, Eli? No, I have not. Oh my <gasps> god, Eli. How have I become the grace in this scenario? I thought I was Eli. the last person to watch Breakfast Club. And that was back in like high school. Oh, you know what you two sound like? You sound like Sean and Gus in this episode. Us. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we know. <laughs> They're pretty you. sure they have these exact lines talking to the killers. You know. Wow. Okay, they yeah. haven't seen Breakfast Club. Who hasn't seen Breakfast Club? What am Me. I, I haven't seen Breakfast Blubber. Club. And I'm not going to watch it. You're actually looking into Blubber is on Disney+. Plus. Incredible. Oh, sweet. Incredible. All right. There we go. Curiosity sated. That's beautiful. I knew it was a Disney film. Yeah. All right. So uh, is there anything that's not like, they're referencing things in that reference? Oh, there's one that's like, they say that they're referencing... Um, Ferris Bueller when they're carrying the body back through the hallway to like go back to talk to the girl. I mean, they're definitely doing something. I know. I don't know if it's, it's a just, reference. Like, I guess it could be like, considered. Oh, remember when Ferris runs through the yards and then he goes back and talks oh. to the girls? I mean, I, I mean, I can see where they're just like trying to echo a John Hughes movie there, but not every echo has to be a reference. I it mean, can just you don't be have an to inst- reference the same movie multiple times i mean it doesn't have to be a reference for it to reference something it's just sometimes things is just things i think if he Uh hadn't in that movie he would still do that thing so probably yeah i have a confession to make have you never seen ferris bueller either i have never seen ferris bueller's day off eli i'm coming to visit next week and i'm gonna bring every one of these dvds that i'm pretty sure my parents have and i'm going to sit on the couch directly in front of the screen and proceed to play pokemon instead 
Perfect. You know, I'll be playing Sturdy Valley, so, like, we will absorb a little bit, but that's the best way to absorb any John Hughes movie is, like, kind just of like laterally. Just, like, overlap of space. Yeah, well, because if you start thinking about them too hard, just like this show, it really both falls apart and you hate every single person in them. Wow, no wonder. they're the worst. Like, John Hughes movies are full of terrible, terrible teenagers. Yeah, I mean, I think the only one, like, that they mentioned that wasn't deeply problematic was probably Pretty in Pink, which is saying something. That one was deeply problematic. What? Ducky is in that one. Yeah. Who is a racist caricature. I have no, also no, no, no. never seen Pretty in Pink. Candles. I think it, oh, Pretty in Pink and Sixteen Candles are different movies. movies. Yes, they Sixteen Candles. Okay. Pretty Six, in Pink Candles, yes. Sixteen Candles is um I don't know how that movie got made. There's mm. a lot of questionable things. I, okay, is, so this entire I podcast is just Eli derails me. the conversation Perfect. because Zed and Grace reference things, then get derailed because they have to explain the reference to Eli, who's literally never heard of it. Correct. That's this whole podcast episode. Well, okay, so I hadn't seen Pretty in Pink or Sixteen Candles until I was like. 20 and yeah. my father found out that i hadn't seen them despite being raised by him yeah uh and so he was like oh we have to watch it and we watched them at my grandma's house over christmas break okay and uh i when it got done he was like so was it great and i was like i hated every moment of that See? and he was like oh you just hate anything i like i'm like that is not even a little bit true so candles yeah. is the worst it's the worst breakfast club is kind of bad too a little bit yeah I mean, I enjoy it, like, theoretically, but mm-hmm. actively, it's like these teenagers yeah. deserve to uh. be in detention, and no one is supervising also, them. Also, consent is a thing, buddy. Also that. <laughs> oh, I, I have a lot of woof. John Hughes issues. Woof, um, woof, woof. Any hoozles. Any hoozles. Are there any more fun facts? Uh, or not, not really. fun facts? I mean, like, it's a oh, lot of oh, Fun fact. Uh-huh. Leland Bozzi High School is not a real high school in Santa Barbara. Obviously, that is on the is the name page. Leland Bozzi a reference to something. I was thinking that it might be, but I didn't want to look it up. Oh, uh, I'm gonna look it up. I'm oh, gonna perfect. Google it right now. Google Let's it. See. Okay, copy because and paste. that's spelled so specifically. It's like probably like a, there's there's a, Facebook, a Facebook, page? Facebook page for this fake high school. What okay, now? I don't feel bad about not knowing how to spell it. Wait, oh no, okay, wait. Eight. Oh. This is an official, <laughs> not official, Twitter that is posing as one of those high school Twitters. Oh my god. Where it's like, you know, this is such and such high school's official Twitter. Remember to spring break, be safe. They are posing as this fake high school from Psych on Twitter. Okay, why are they talking about paper ballots? Uh, because the last time they tweeted was in 2020. Oof, oh no, they tweeted on February 25th about um, Ukraine. February. Okay, so why is the pin tweet from 2020? And why is it about the election? Oh god. Um, oh god. Yeah, okay. Uh, we're moving forward. Moving on. <laughs> you can get a death sign with the quote from the end. That... Which is just a paraphrase of the one. Okay, fun fact. My um, I changed my Instagram bio in high school to that quote from the Breakfast Club and I haven't changed it since. So I felt Grace, really called out. I'm going to say this from the bottom of my heart. That's the most pretentious crap I've ever heard. I know. Anybody I know. whose bio, and I'm calling everyone out here, anyone whose bio is a quote from something, I'm automatically I know. detracting points. I know. The points, they're gone. They're flying the coop. I know. It's 
All right. Um, I will counter that point with, <laughs> uh, I have seen some really funny <laughs> quoted in people's bios before. Well, if it's for comedic purposes, yes. Yeah. But if your bio says, quote, live, laugh, love, and then it tells me who said live, laugh, love. Oh, no, then that's just oh, like, no, I don't know. No, 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 mine's just like, uh, you see us as you in the simplest terms, the easiest definitions. I hate myself. Do you have any other quotes from a Hot Topic t-shirt you would like to share? Oh. Because I'm pretty sure Hot Topic sells a shirt with that on it. Oh, I'm sure they do. Oh. I'm sure they do. Dragon Grace, Dragon Grace. Or like I, the characters and then like their nicknames underneath their pictures or something. I don't know. Katie, I, I would know like that the... I am currently rapid fire flipping through my memories trying to remember something cringe I did in front of you and pray you don't bring it up. Uh, I mean, <laughs> bring something else the... up. Three of us all watched Glee, so I mean, there has to be. Yeah, that's now. fair. Yeah, none of us I have a, like, a stand on. We used to live block Glee like every Tuesday. Okay, I repressed you, live Glee you need to stop. I occasionally live block Glee. Eli also live occasionally. Glee. But I mean, it clogged up did. my timeline so much. Anyway, okay. Uh, I would like to spotlight on the IMDb page. You can review individual episodes, and the top-rated review is called "They Have Done Better," and it said the writing seems drawn out. While there is typically superfluous side stories and scenes where Sean is acting childish, there's too much here. Maybe the absence of a flashback required the extra time to be filled, and that is from Progun Thirty Eight. So thank you, Progun. I agree. That was pretty recent too. Yep. They're not wrong. They give it a four out of ten, which yeah, that's kind. Okay, um, yeah, a little generous, but yeah, it, I'll, I'll allow it. I mean, my score for this episode. So I have a worksheet, Eli. Uh, oh, I, I sent love you it. a copy of it so you could glance at it. Oh or my god, do it really? if you wanted to, and you said no, uh, <laughs> which is fair. It is kind of a lot. Yeah. Um, but my worksheet gives us a numeric score where we can rate the psychiest psych episode mm -hmm. instead of the best or the worst, just no. the one that is most itself. Yep. <laughs> um, and this one scored pretty high, but that's because makes an eighties or nineties reference is a single point in itself. Yeah. There were like 10 or 12. Yeah. There were, I think I got 12. Okay. Like actually. Okay. okay let's see. What'd you get? 17. Oh my God. Yeah. I got 17 that I caught. Um, and some of those things that we've already just brought up on this podcast, I did not count. Spider's so... Forge is an outlier and should not have been counted. Oh, there was a couple, there was a wait for it a couple times. Oh, yeah, no, like, I, I don't ever catch those. I, like, that yeah. section might as well be empty forever because I just super don't catch the individual yeah. quotes. So, what was your score? The oh. score was 76. Which is insane. Because the top rated one is like 83. I mean, I don't know if it's out of a hundred because no it's just out I don't of know what the, there's no max number we we haven't done all of them so it'll be out of whatever the highest is by the end yeah hmm. so i yeah we're doing a one at a time oh, so this is a ranking and not a star system thing yeah, yeah this is just my like how many points how many psych points did it add up to and like it's not a good thing or a bad thing it's just a thing all of these are based on the psych drinking games that i found mm -hmm. oh lord so i basically combined all the psych drinking games and made a tally sheet instead Okay, playing that game would have made watching this episode a lot more tolerable. Well, by the end of it, you would have been blackout. Exactly. Yeah. Especially because makes an 80s or 90s reference showed up on most of them as like yes. a free shot. Yes, this is my point. Okay. Um, so I I'm sorry. I hated every moment of this. Aww. Okay. 
it's just secondhand embarrassment is something i can never handle and this entire episode was just cringe yeah i i know okay i see i see something i'm excited you see something i'm excited Uh uh-huh because you like referenced okay go okay (laughs) i i'm concerned um i put weird this one doesn't start with a flashback yes it doesn't oh actually i have to warn you and everyone else on this call and listening on the podcast I took my sleep medication, then watched the episode and took notes. So I have like two pages of notes, most of which are incomprehensible. Or at least I think they mostly are. That is are. exactly what I want. Cool. I'm really glad that the bar is low here. The bar is very low. Uh, I do have a note. If people wear their letter jackets to our reunion, I will die inside. Oh, I would just... I would leave. I would fully leave because we are grown adults and I would turn her letter jacket. Okay, to be fair, I wouldn't even make it as far as the parking lot. I'd stay home in my PJs and avoid the hell out of it. You didn't go to graduation. You're not going to the reunion. No. That's yeah, that one's not happening to begin with. Why would Um, I go to a reunion when I can stay home and play video games? Yeah. Exactly. So okay, my question here that keeps coming up, who does a 13 year reunion? (laughs) <laughs> that's a good point who does a 13 year reunion well, that's a really oddly specific year reunion you're right that, like he supposedly was busy for the 10 year reunion so he did the 13th i don't know it was some sort a of a whole year why did we were busy for a whole year Buster? i remember some sort of like deleted scene where there was if some they sort deleted of, it doesn't exist there was like an incident i don't know i've seen this episode too many times if they deleted it, problems, so. it is not real so they can't use a deleted scene as an excuse for their poor writing we've already given them a timeline yeah. we know when they graduated high school we want to do a reunion episode now and not in two seasons I don't know. For a 15-year reunion, because some places maybe do that if you're narcissistic yeah. or whatever. Are you going to go to the 10-year reunion? I haven't gotten any sort of invitation good, or anything. Good. So, like, I didn't think we were having one. Okay. I don't know. Um, Wait, it mine would be this year. Yeah. Do so, they have those in real life? Yeah. Oh, they yeah. Have those. My, I went to my dad's 20th. For yeah. high school? Yeah. I figured people only did those for college. I don't see a point with high school. I don't know why you do it for college. I only knew, like, six people. Yeah, well, with college, at least you went there on purpose. True. That's true, but yeah. also, how many people did you know in high school? Um, I knew you. Okay, so I could name and recognize, and still can, even though it's been a decade, I can name and recognize all 400 of my graduating class. That's horrifying. Yeah. I've because repressed every point, single one of them. At some point, I had had a class with most of them, and the ones yeah. I hadn't, it was weird to me that I didn't know who they were, so I learned who they were. Okay, so... I could probably, like easily like 100 people because i went to school with the same 100 people for like forever also i kind of just want to know 10 years down the line whose lives have fallen apart uh, <laughs> it's, a lot the, of people. it's the sick and twisted like curiosity and i yeah. think that's part of it because when i went to my dad's 20th with him he was like yeah it's gonna be about the same except you know we get to see who's dead and who's super fat and super old and, and i was like jail. you're all super old you're all the same age but okay dad Oh no. no. So I actually tracked down my junior year yearbook. Oh god. Oh my god. Uh, I can't find my senior year one because I'm pretty sure it might be at my mom's house. But uh I have a yearbook in front of me and it's horrifying. The scene hair in this thing. I would call oh it my unfortunate at best. I'm pretty sure her. I remember a picture of me in that. And I still own the jacket. Oh, I was wearing. I mean, yeah, this is I could find it. 
senior superlative for best hair. Uh, That's fair. He does have great hair. He does have great hair. Um, Yeah, so I have this uh, horrifying yearbook in front of me, and Mm. it's some of the shots that they chose for these yearbooks are terrible. And honestly, I can't wait to uh, bring it with me to any reunions that I may be invited to and make people cringe physically. I will Um, hit you with that book. You're not coming to my reunion. We didn't graduate in the same oh, year. Oh, okay. No, right. It's right. my graduating class, dude. Again, I repressed like all of high school. I remember oh, no, you and that's it. So I have uh, a young, what, freshman year Eli here in front of me. Mm. <laughs> Kill me now. It's, uh, you got a shaggy little cut right there. Yep. I think it's, you might have oh, done no, that. So. I? Yeah, I mean, I, that one I didn't do. That oh, God. Oh, God. I just saw me. Oh, boy. Oh, no. And Grace. I'm really glad I don't uh, have visuals right now. Oh, Grace looks, uh, I would call it the roundest because her hair perfectly continues the circle of her face. Yep. Yep. Uh, Which is is called a Velma. So just to call you both out on your freshman year hairstyles. I'm sorry. And I'm fully aware that my hair was uh, a trip um, in high school. Yeah. That definitely cut my hair a couple of times and helped dye it many colors. Correct. So. Yes. Speaking of which, we, we're going to do Grace's at some point. In yeah. Here. Wait, wait, hold on. I have to find the boyfriend. Where is he? Oh, is the boyfriend yes. in here? No, <laughs> I'm sorry. He's such a dork. That Looks kid. Like a child. I know. Uh, so I baby yeah. face. I will. I will reminisce with you about the yearbook later. We didn't Someone. find you. This isn't fair. Oh well. I'm pretty sure I had green hair for the photos that year. I met um, you when you had green hair and it was awesome. Yes. So I think it was from that era, but also I was changing my hair every two weeks then. So like that's very you. true. Yeah. Um, I think I, you did show up with Yu-Gi-Oh hair at one point. That was I fun. did, and that was on purpose. So it was like, fun and it uh, worked. I don't know how you made it work because God knows if you look at that. I remember like, that scar. I had anime goggles in my yearbook picture. That's who I am as a person. Incredible. Uh, I, I no, I had a blonde pixie cut in that one. Uh, but to yeah, be fair, the reason hard, the reason you sported a blonde pixie cut was because what did you still cut your own hair back then? Yes. Yeah, because if you went to a hairdresser and said I want short hair, you'd walk out with the Karen look. Yes. So yeah, also because if I walked into a hairdresser and said I would like short hair, my mother would physically stop them. So you know, uh, but no. Uh, so the reason I brought the yearbook was to remind everyone that uh, someone bought your yearbook whether that's just the high school and it's in the library right now, or if it's a physical person who could at some point dig up the most embarrassing photos of you in existence. Yeah. Freshman year is probably the worst because the other ones, it's just like really long hair and it's fine. Yeah. I mean, the weird thing about yearbook slash ID pictures was Mm -hmm. I forgot when the day was every single year. And yet every year from freshman to senior year, I accidentally wore the same shirt no so i have four pictures of me in my terrible tie-dye shirt that slowly got more and more holes in it over the years i know exactly which tie-dye shirt you're talking correct about. yeah <laughs> it, it got destroyed my first year of college and i had to throw it out and i've never been sadder to throw out a piece of clothing um anyway yeah we actually have to talk about the episode yes right um, so sadly this is let's, 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 i'm gonna go through have my fun list. editing this grace i'm so sorry oh, God. It's fine. um <laughs> my favorite delivery of anything ever is in this episode which is where sean is talking to abigail and he sees the body fall behind her and she is fully facing away from the window like she could not possibly see the body fall right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he goes inflectionless did you see that? 
And she, <laughs> with her back still pointing towards it, goes, what? And it is so inflectionless. I like, know. that exchange is so, like... Especially because why would you ask that when she clearly did not see Correct. it? Correct. I'm like, okay, no, he knows how you I... You know work. she didn't see it. Yeah, so why did you ask other than to get attention, which honestly tracks. Um, so this episode was structured super weird. I think it was because they were trying to make a John Hughes movie. Structure it like an episode, please. Abigail is a Sean Guest shipper because she asked if they were dating and then was like, if you're hiding it, it's super cool. Um... <laughs> I Which will say this. I feel validated because the best parts of the episodes were the ones where it was just Sean and Gus. Correct. Yes. They are the best interactions ever because they're just goofing around most of the time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But so Eli, you don't know any of the fandom drama. I don't uh, know anything. I barely I know, know any of the fuck. fandom drama, but I go spelunking in the fan fiction. Um <laughs> big mistake. Can That's you guess based on the people that you saw in that episode, who is the top person people ship Sean with? I would say that initially it was Gus, and then some shit happened. I don't know, blah blah blah. Other detective. Which detective? Uh, the one that was oh, really straight. I don't know. The, the one, one that looks the... really straight. Excellent man. Okay, to be fair, I should have been more gender specific. The dude. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. So Sean and Lassiter is the like top ship by a country mile. Called like it. the only thing that outstrips that ship is the pairing that people just randomly throw in there as like a, oh yeah, I have to nod towards this, of Sean's parents being married at some point. Yeah, they don't even ship Sean and Jules together. Yeah, the Sean and Jules tag is so far down, it's below all the friendship tags. It's very funny. (laughs) Yeah, so the blonde detective is like the one that they keep pushing as their romantic lead type Mm -hmm, of thing. mm Mm-hmm. But honestly, sometimes they have better chemistry than I don't know what people are seeing in the Sean and Lassiter. Maybe it gets better later, but like mostly they're just terrible to each other. I think it's like the enemies to lovers thing. I, I, guess. I need them to might also be. Uh, here's an issue: you'll have two characters who are really shippable, and someone has some subconscious racism to work through and shies hey, away I've from already it. And immediately, that one. Uh, yeah, it immediately goes for oh well, I still want them to be gay because I'm into that. Where's the other nearest white man? I'm Lassiter. nodding so hard I'm headbanging. The first episode where I delved into fanfiction, which may have been the first episode period, uh, I, I was like, why is no one shipping Sean and Gus? It's the racism. They're okay. racist. <laughs> With jazz like, hands. Like, I can't yeah. see any other reason because every other Sherlock Holmes-based media, Sherlock and Watson are shipped. Every other one. Mm-hmm. Except this one. But the one where you made guy. Watson black is the one where everyone's like, oh, but actually let's ship him with Lestrade. Because network TV. But actually let's ship him with the Lestrade character. It's not that network TV is cowards, no, because they are, rightly, yes, but it's not network TV shipping them. It is people. It is racist little people. Yep. I know, I know. It's a fandom issue. It's a fandom issue. It is, it is. And it's it's one of those things that's not going to get addressed because most of the fandom is older people. Mm -hmm. And And they're Going to ship Sean and Jules because the actors dated in real life. So okay, so that's so that is a reason. That is a reason, but but also historically we have a precedent. Yeah, Sherlock and Watson have to go together. I know. Dang it! (laughs) Uh, All right, Uh, let's see. Uh, I felt very, very, very uncomfortable for the phone conversation between Henry and Madeline. (sighs) He touches raw meat, and then he's just like. 
Okay, it. so that's not I why I was it. uncomfortable, but yeah, he's, sure. He's food done it multiple times in different episodes where he's just like cooking steak and he's like, oh, let me pick up the steak with my bare hands. Ooh, gotta season it. Don't have time to wash my hands. Like, oh my God, stop. We're very different people. He's the only one eating that. I know. You know that's fine, right? I know, <laughs> but it's just why? Why do you have to make me watch with my own eyes? It'll be okay. No, <laughs> what yeah, I didn't like was cook that... with their bare hands. Yeah, uh, I, I, what I didn't like was that every single sentence between mm. them was both stilted and full of innuendo. I know. Would you it like to felt for like meat? the most surface no, level kind of writing. It was like, so ah, tinny. I don't know. It was like, especially for a character. You let's make it really just... obvious that he's nervous and doesn't know what to say. Mm-hmm. Who was that? And have no other stuff? meaning to it besides that. He might as well be saying gibberish. Yeah. Stuff um, like that. Okay, so, uh, oh, I went on a tangent. I was <laughs> confused and I wanted to know more about uh, Ravi Shankar, who, so Lasseter is on that date with the lady with the pills. Yeah. Um, and so, I love her. Yeah, she seems interesting. She seems like a real trip. <laughs> fun. Yeah, so uh, he mentions that they met at a Ravi Shankar concert. I don't know. Who uh, that is. And so I was like, who is that? Uh, so he is a sitarist. So he plays the sitar. Oh, and- hell yeah. For like six years, he was a member of the Indian Parliament. Um, but he was also friends with George Harrison from the Beatles. Yeah, that tracks. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that tracks. <laughs> and so all 27 of his concerts and or tours are listed on his website. And uh, the only two around this time period that would have been in the United States were in 2007 and 2008. He was in Washington, D.C., which tracks. That's like a regular place to go. And Gainesville, Florida. <laughs> He Why specific, Gainesville? He specifically mentions going to the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, no, he was so specific. That was why I was like, did, did that concert actually exist? Was this a reference to a concert one of the writers went to? Yeah. No. No. No, they made it, up one. They made up a concert. They made up, like, what venue it would have been at. Yeah. They made up all of these details and then just threw a real person's name on it that very few people would probably recognize except for older audiences yeah. because George Harrison. I think it's supposed to be like, what's the weirdest musician we can do? That it's could have been along the lines of like all the other 80s and 90s movie references. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, so I counted that as an 80s and 90s reference because mm-hmm. that was like, his height of his popularity was like early 80s and then he rode that into his parliamentary run. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so my favorite line in this, other than, you know, I have my I favorite it. delivery, but... Uh, You've won bitchiest banana is a good line. That no, it's, it's best because he opens it with congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. You've won <laughs> bitchiest banana. I yes. want, I want something good. like that that's like uh, styled like a Mario Kart trophy yes. with like the big cartoon banana on it. Yes, excellent. Uh, You've won bitchiest uh, banana. Lasseter just like takes her to the police station. And he's like, "This is the best day of the world." I love that line. I honestly, I'm good for him. Good for him. Good, good for, for him. him. I'm so happy for him. Like he had a good date. It was not oh. terrible. He enjoyed himself. She did not. Uh, he apparently has like terrible romantic taste and luck. And you can't hold purse. He like he like he holds it, then he like turns it upside down. It's like, oh no, it spilled. Just I mean, that's a very good way It's nothing easy. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was doing that just so he could search her purse because Probably. something's obviously wrong there. Probably. Um, 
Okay, so I did not understand the whole getting drugs under different names makes her a criminal or anything. I thought when her- That's fraud! When her pills- No, I didn't understand that at first that that's what she was doing. Mm-hmm. I just, because I was cringing and looking away every other second, I just saw her bag fall and the pills fall out and him pick one up and go, that makes sense. And I just thought, damn, dude, just because she's on antidepressants doesn't yeah. make her nuts. <laughs> I was and it took like, me a bit to catch up. Yeah, I was like, thinking antipsychotics, not antidepressants. Or, or whatever. That's yeah. not what poppers are. I know. That's as, not what poppers as, are. I found her as I that, no, no, no. As soon as I said that, I was like, nope. Please I'm don't bring poppers job. into our already gay enough podcast. Please, for the love of God. Look, um, I literally just thought he found like her prescription depressants or something. Yeah, no, or I, antidepressants. I, I that was what I thought at first too, and I think they were meaning for you to think that, where you just thought, "Oh, he found an explanation for why she's like mm-hmm. manic." Yeah, because um, they've done that previously. She's very manic. Yeah. Uh, that seems like the kind of a uh, pretty crude humor that the show is. You know, yeah, so like I thought they were just leaning on that, but then when he showed up later and was like, "That wasn't her name," I was like, "Huh." Okay, maybe Lassiter has some like hidden depths that he wasn't just judging her for being on meds. He was judging her for forgery and fraud. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know. Uh, so I thought this was going to be a jealous twin sort of issue where like the the quarterback was going to actually be the quarterback's twin who had murdered the quarterback. Ooh, and why? that is my requested fan fiction of the episode oh because God. that is an objectively better plot line. Um, yeah. This is me telling them this is a better plot line. It because... would be really funny if the twin attended school with them the whole time and no one else Correct. ever noticed that is way better that is way funnier if there is an identical twin <laughs> he was there the, the whole time but no one noticed well like your quarterback has a twin but he's ripped and the twin is not and so like all of high school you're like who's that skinny kid who always drives in with dave and they're like i don't know his cousin or something no it is his twin brother and then after high school twin goes and decides to get into fitness and gets ripped and turns out they are identical just one of them was working out the whole time and so when he murders him it's super easy to assume his identity because most people didn't know he had a twin oh i was thinking of uh uh one's brawn one's brains and so the quarterback jock bullies his brother into attending the classes for him yeah (laughs) so that's cool too You just got the plot I, that I was explaining? Yes. Okay, I thought this was going to be a jealous twin issue. Where, like, you know, I, they, everything's going really well for him. He's married to his high school sweetheart. And, you know, this like, whole, like, Carbon thing. copy Megan Fox. Honestly. Murders him and steals his life. Yeah, there's a lot happening there. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. so that was my fanfiction demand of the episode. <laughs> the um, so I, I have a note here that I need to bring up this argument with you, Eli. So oh, here boy. I am bringing up this argument. Uh, so everyone keeps mistaking Jules's club wear dress for a prom dress. So she walks up and they're like, you going to prom? I'm, I'm going to bring up this long-standing argument. Prom is a formal, long-length event, and you don't wear cocktail dresses to prom. <laughs> I feel like I remember you arguing about this. Yeah, I remember me arguing about this. This is a long-standing, like, pet peeve of mine that formal events of a certain type have, like, dress codes. Mm-hmm. That if yeah. we're not all going to stick to them, then how do I know if I'm doing it right? Yeah, like, I never, I never went to prom. You did. You went. I with think Ian. I went. Wasn't that homecoming? That was prom. We went. Okay. To prom well, I wore a cocktail dress because no you one did. told me this rule. <laughs> you wore a cocktail dress, and I was like, "Why are you wearing a cocktail dress?" And you were like, "I like this dress." And I was like, "But it's prom. That's a full length." And you were like, "No way in hell am I wearing that much fabric." 
I didn't even that. know it was necessary. No, is that required? I know a very horrifying. Fact. It's not required, but it's like that's the tradition: is that homecoming is a cocktail length dress and prom is a full length dress. Okay, no one told me that. I tried to, and you'd already decided that I was wrong, and you were doing it anyway. Uh, well, I have no memory of this. For my prom, this was in 2014. I had a high-low dress, highlighter pink. It's like neon. It's horrible. It's a neon, neon butt cape. It was I always horrible. associate you with neons. I know, I know. Ugh. That's because you knew, like, freshman and sophomore me before I got super depressed. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. I just saw a picture of it today. I was like, Oh, well, so, okay, so what bothers me in this episode is that everyone, including Chief Vic, who is old enough to know better, is like, are you going to prom? prom It's not a prom dress. That is a I will agree with you on that. Definitely not a prom dress. That's a nightclub dress. You are very much a clubbing dress. Like, Like, that's honestly. I think someone wrote into the script that she should be wearing some sort of prom style dress and someone in costuming was like, shiny, got it. Like, That's it. If she would have shown up in like the dress from a Cinderella story, I would have understood. <laughs> but no, that is literally that would be a funnier reference for them to pull because when this was filmed, that would have been like two years previous. That would have been so good. That would have been so actually good. very funny. Like we're doing a John Hughes movie, except for this one Hillary Duff film that someone is really into. Um, <laughs> we just have one person on staff with a really specific hyperfixation on this movie. Yeah, and they shoehorned this in. So I spent a lot of time on my sleep medicated self watching the extras while they were dancing and talking, just watching them awkwardly bobble There's random extras that look way older than 30. Mm -hmm. And there's ones who look like they should be playing teenagers. And not a single one of them looks like they're actually dancing. Yes, they all look like they're bobbing awkwardly. And just like, if you watch the ones who are talking in the background, who are talking to each other, they're just opening their mouths like Muppets. It's amazing. (laughs) I love it. Um, oh man so uh i i have for once sean wants to take some of his junk back from henry and he's resisting where is the real henry uh because this is a long-standing thing where henry will call sean out of nowhere and be like come get your junk that i found in the attic and sean will be like i'm gonna avoid this for three months which is a mood um but like now it's the opposite and henry's (laughs) like no 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 i have plans and that has never been a valid excuse for sean but also yeah irritating um, I have drunk out of those exact same paper cups they use. Oh my god. Uh, they are from Party City, and they were a oh. birthday party staple in, like, 2007. Yep. Oh dear. Uh, I saw them, and I had this, like, vivid flashback. <laughs> um, like a war I, flashback. I have, in in one specific bullet point, I will never understand how writers of this show think flirting works. Oh my god. Like, because what they seem to think flirting is, is someone says something witty, and everyone else laughs, and then you sleep together, which is so lazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's the laziest thing. Yeah, so every time Sean's like flirting with someone, and I'm guessing you're supposed to feel like he's charming or something, and all no. I'm thinking is I would be looking for an escape route. So fast. every time the girl gay. laughed, I was like, "Is she laughing because she likes him, or she's laughing because she doesn't know what to say?" And that's her default to buy herself time. Yeah, so I've done that. <laughs> Yeah. No, like every time someone who I don't want to be flirting with me is flirting with me, I'm like, huh. Smile and nod and try to back away. How do I get out of this, please? Eventually (laughs) I'm just like, I gotta go. Yeah. Um, so I don't like that. Um, and it's it's a recurring issue. Like I don't like how they write flirting. Just stop trying to shoehorn in heteros. 
Yeah. Honestly. When, honestly, this could just be like a fun, quirky mm-hmm. detective show mm-hmm. without the mm-hmm. heteros. To be fair, if they had applied this same kind of flirting to uh, any kind of queer couple, it would still be just as bad. It would just yeah, be cringe. Cool. It's just bad writing. He is a disaster by. So, he like, is. it would be a disaster either direction. I hate mm-hmm. it both ways. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop shoehorning and flirting. Um, so, my question as someone who works in a school do they really not change the locks like in 13 years the same locks oh absolutely uh unrealistic thought yeah because like like, ours i'm pretty sure they rotate the locks on all of the schools in our county like every other year or something because we have to turn our keys in over the summer mm -hmm. and then they reassign us it like Like, don't they even like reset the locks on the lockers or are they the same locks every year? I don't know about lockers because okay. I don't have lockers at my school. I okay. think they uh, reset the code every year. Yeah. For each individual locker. Because the lockers themselves are designed to be easy to reset for that reason. I, I yeah. might be talking about it my ass. I don't know. But maybe this is a high school that's not actively being used as a high school. Like a community center? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They could get into too many places. I fully believe that it was just people. a plot point. Probably. Yeah, so when he when he pulled the keys out and gave that weird spiel about joining some sort of like a local group or anything, I'm like, no, you straight up pickpocketed the janitor, dude. Correct. He's like, I joined the oh, janitor's uh, union. I think I can still vote. I'm like, okay, buddy. You you pickpocketed right. your janitor. All right, buddy. Yeah, only if he pays union dues. Like, and I doubt he does. <laughs> he's like, he's mooching off of Gus so much they are legally married. Although it would um, be really funny if he randomly throws out <laughs> like that that sounds completely made up and it actually turns out to be true. Well, the thing is, like, it, it would be infinitely that. funnier if he actually did pay union dues as a janitor. He, he does stuff like that where he's like, yeah, and I did this and it's true. And you're like, it's been 13 years since you graduated high school. Yes, you can do a lot in 13 years, but also. I just like the thought that it is equally likely that he is making something up that sounds yes. ridiculous or that it is so ridiculous he has actually done it. You've done it. You boiled the character down into a sentence. Yes. Love Correct. <laughs> uh, people have a reunion king and queen? Question mark? It's their 13 year reunion. Why would you be voting on a people that you have not seen in 13 years without just doing what they did, which is just voting for the one you voted for last time? Like I mean, what? I, I feel like it was more of a plot device to get them on stage. Also, it would not surprise Oops. me if this occurred in reality, because there's absolutely those people who peaked in high school and only want to relive those days the rest of their lives. Uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. Know. <laughs> uh, and that them. sounds a hundred percent like something they would do is have like a weirdly specific. 13-year reunion and hold some sort of sham to get themselves crowned and pretend that they were prom king and queen again. Well, so my my call to action for anybody listening right now mm-hmm. is if you've been to a reunion that has a king and queen vote, please send us a message <laughs> and explain what the logic was. Oh, man. I need to know. Inquiring minds need to please know. Please elaborate. Yeah, please explain your crap. Your first mistake was applying logic to the show. Well, no, I'm asking for reality. Okay, In reality. Okay, okay. No, we're asking for logic from reason. them, not us. Okay. Yeah, not from the show. I've almost right. stopped. I mean, I'm definitely writing it down on my list of things to ask you pranks. So uh, so I've been in classrooms since graduating. I've actually subbed in the school that we graduated from. That sounds like a nightmare. Oh, it no. was weird. Oh, no. um, but do you think 13 years after graduating, do you think now, less than 10 for you guys, Yeah. 
photos of you would be up in your teacher's classroom. Oh god, no, god, uh, just the thought I've of that. Not, not only do printed photos not last that long, uh, they get all washed out and gross. Yeah. Uh that's weird, and you should really replace those with like current student photos. Cause see, it makes sense because oh, you find it in the yearbook and then you see his name in the yearbook on that one picture but why would it be in the auto shop like i mean there's a picture of him in auto shop yeah, yeah there is no reason there's for that a picture to be of there. him in auto shop with his name written in print like printed like on a legal document peter coulter i can't believe you remember his whole name um i just knew it was pete yeah i was like <laughs> something with a p i don't know i was tired um, yeah, so that was weird. That was a weird, like, <laughs> we're going to shoehorn in a clue. Um, it's a clue. So when they were editing this episode around the commercial break, yes, I they know. put the jump scare before the commercial break and then replayed the jump scare after it. But when there's no commercials on Amazon, when there's no commercials on Amazon, it jump scares you, pauses, and then replays the last three seconds of jump scare. But you think it's over, and they did it again because they're criminals. Okay, jump scare gets me every time, and most of the time it gets me twice. I was uh, so, even though I have seen it. I'm no, I was sorry, so I out of even, it with like no. sleep. Oh wait, it the, did nothing. The quote-unquote jump scare. You mean when the guy slams his face into the window? Yes. yes. That wasn't yeah, even so scary. That was just like, why would he do startling. that if he it doesn't know anyone's in there? That's something like, that you only do if you're trying to scare the shit out of the person on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Like he slammed his whole ass face up there oh, along with his hand. You could have just leaned in. There's a part where they're hiding in the bathroom and they walk right past him, but they don't see him. It reminds me of this scene in High School Musical. Oh, where- great. <laughs> Gabriella is hiding. Sentences I always want it's, to hear. You sent me a TikTok the other day. I did. Because High School Musical reminds me of you. Exactly. Alright, but so you have Gabriella is hiding behind a wall and Sharpay walks right past her but doesn't see her. But it's like they would have seen them. Mm-hmm. They would have seen them. Yeah, they should have. Correct. Oh, Makes no sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, so there are a lot of different me thinking to myself. One of those is just, God, Henry's so weird. Yeah. Um, but that's because he's an old man. Um, so Eileen's outfit is very, like, 2000s club wear of, like, but yeah, you were right. She's just kind of Megan Fox. They're yeah. going for Megan Fox on mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoy Heavy with Lies. Um, <laughs> I, I have it would. in all caps. It's I amazing. You Please I make you that would. the title of this episode. It's probably going to be Congratulations. You won Bitches Banana. Never mind. Make or that Congratulations. You've done it. <laughs> yes. Or possibly No Body, No Crime, but that's... I hate that. Thank you. Okay, fine. <laughs> Uh, God bless the one guy who fist bumped to the Rasta theme. One other black guy at their school. Yeah, it's like, yeah. A Rasta theme with 80s music. Love it. Love um, it. This is the Gus party. Uh, I said, I hope they get relentlessly bullied at the 20-year reunion for this. And I stand by that. It's too bad we never saw it. Um, and then I had just had some, like, questions at the end the john hughes movies always have a love triangle huh it was like that thing they mentioned that was my question i was thinking of like the most popular ones and the only one that has one is pretty in pink well no okay so mm, breakfast maybe club doesn't breakfast club kind of does except for how it doesn't so like there's this whole like will they won't they of uh andrew and claire the whole time but then she mm. ends up with what's his name judd nelson 
Yeah, uh, I guess. So, like, there's this whole thing where, like, the two of them are the only ones who get along for, like, the whole thing. So you think at the end they're going to get together. Oh, And okay. so that's the love triangle they're referring to. It's not necessarily the fighting over people. It's yeah. the, there's going to be a confusion on who the final love interest is. Which is funny to me, because I am a firm believer. It works better in Pretty in Pink, honestly. Eh. Well, so you like you have no context for any of this, because John Hughes movies, but uh, yeah, uh, I'm a firm believer in the Ferris Bueller's uh, threesome. All three of those protagonists should be together. I okay, awesome together and terrible in pairs. I don't They're know awful. anything about these characters, but I 100% agree because my response to anytime anyone tries to put a love triangle in anything, be it traditional like public media or fan fiction, my immediate response is. They're all three going to date each other. Yes. Correct. Yes. That is the correct response. And Just it's going make to be a, a disaster that brings down the entire friendship circle. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yes, it is going to either last forever and be really weird that you're going to be like, how are you going to explain this in the future, guys? Or <laughs> it will destroy everything it touches. Anyway, that's all of my notes. They lasted forever. It's fine. Um, it's uh, fine I have I'm one like... note that I can think of right now. I didn't know I had to have notes and write things oh, it down. Matter. So, yeah, you can or you can't. Grace doesn't I really probably should have just because my memory is non-existent. But I no, do remember that they saw the mascot in the corner. Immediately were like, oh, of course someone's going to stash a body in the mascot. Well, and it's then, an but, obvious hiding spot. Well, yeah. it's like propped up, like it's sitting. Like, yeah, it's and it's not like collapsed. Yeah. Like yeah. a mascot suit still a suit. There's something supporting that creepy mascot suit. The point of it is uh-huh. that they know the body's in there. They know it's dead. They're not stupid, but they still have to poke it first. Guarantee you, Sean has played Five Nights at Freddy's. Except for how it's 2008. <laughs> yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, so, whatever. like, that's not a thing yet, but I can, yeah, I will absolutely <laughs> second that assertion for later, Sean. Yeah. That seems like a him thing. Yeah. Um, kind of expecting them to poke the head and the head to fall off. Yeah, and Didn't just have a stump under supposed it. supposed to have, like, choke marks, but he was pushed off a roof. So he was, I like, think they implied that they were sort of grown, And then he had, like, a blunt force head injury. I guess. Yeah. I, I think know. there was probably some grappling before he got shoved okay, off maybe. the edge. Because it yeah. looked mostly accidental to knock off of the building itself. Yeah. But, yeah, so, like, mm, hate the body in the mascot suit. If you knew that they were probably going to come back and try to move the body in the mascot suit. Why would you not take the body out of the mascot suit, stuff the mascot suit with something else, and then take the body? Or counter, mm. replace. If, no, no, if no, 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 no. With, Remove with the, the body with... and put on the mascot suit and wait. Yeah, and then scare the shit out of them. That's exactly what I was thinking. Just scare the shit out of these people. Yes, yes. <laughs> And it has to be Lassiter. Oh, no. Yeah, it has to be Lassiter. I was just <laughs> yeah. thinking, no, Lassiter has to do that. Yeah, he's just waiting in the dark like surprise. This is Lassiter's best day ever. <laughs> uh, we have written Lassiter's best Chase day ever. The that halls. is the new title of this fan fiction <laughs> where uh, all of this happens, but it is the twin brother. And yes. the dead body in the suit is the original prom king. Oh uh, but then they have to hide Lassiter in the suit. And Lassiter is jazzed for every moment. Because, I this. mean, a dead body is okay for a little bit yeah i mean it's like refrigerated or whatever sure sure yeah that's fine 
it, it's not gonna like hurt you for like a couple days well rigor mortis sets in after a couple hours yeah but like that's a couple hours yeah whatever. it'll be fine that's it's fine. not rotting yet we're good yeah, yeah fine <laughs> i just i love that mental image though of somebody getting into the mascot suit and the two coming back to hide the body and the suit just jumping up and beating the shit out of them. Yes! <laughs> then supposedly dead body pulls a gun on them. Because that would they, be really funny. They have to take up the head. To yeah! Take the <laughs> yes. Yes. The yes. We found in, it. We found the whole plot. <laughs> they stop. They look at it dramatically coming to terms with that they've done. And this f***ing animal pops up and pulls out a 9mm and is like, surprise, <laughs> assholes! Yes. And then he tries to read them this their rights, my... but his voice is muffled by the mascot head. This is my favorite fanfiction. Yes. <laughs> yes, excellent. Oh, oh boy! All right, we found it. We found the enjoyment. <laughs> we found the perfect episode. Yes, this is my problem with this show, and okay. Eli, you you are welcome to disagree or agree. This show has potential, but it mm. is not being written by the people it needs to be written by. It is being written by straight people. Exactly. <laughs> and Andy Berman, yeah, which was the writer of this episode. Was this an Andy Berman episode, Andy? I know. How dare you? you besmirch i mean that does explain why the sean and gus moments were so good he's really good at writing yeah sean and it gus. also explains the wonder years reference yeah and it also explains why abigail assumed sean and gus were together because yes. he likes making it that gay. was a cute moment it was i love that yeah and she looked so happy for them yeah when she was like been waiting for well, that so her whole reaction was really like, like oh everything makes sense now yeah she was like oh that explains why he stood me up he was just afraid to come out. See, <laughs> Which now is... I kind of want all three of them to date. Hell yeah. <laughs> that would Hell be yeah. That would and be can cute. I get a third? Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Hell yeah! No, like... <sighs> yeah. That would be cute. I like Abigail. I like her too. Oh, so, Eli, you'll find this very fun. Yeah. Uh, Andy Berman is the voice of Dib from Invader Zim. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. I want to watch a video of this man doing that voice. Correct. Because sure I feel like you have I to do it with your whole it. body. <laughs> that is kind of a full body voice isn't oh yeah it? like there, there, is there any moment where he, that character is not just screaming everything <laughs> i can't think of one well nope he's either screaming or whispering intensely yeah that tracks every line is either a whisper or a scream as they say <laughs> Uh, if you, listener, would like to be a part of this podcast uh, in, by leaving us comments or, you know, being a person involved in this, uh, you are welcome to contact us on Twitter. We are Delicious Flavor, but the first L is a capital I because someone stole our handle on Delicious Flavor. Yeah, delicious, yeah, they don't delicious. tweet. They're just like a, a blank page mm-hmm. and they have our handle. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, you could harass them into giving it to us. No. <laughs> Uh, all right, on Facebook we are Delicious Flavor oh, Pod, yes. and on Instagram Twitter we are reels. Delicious Flavor Podcast. I do believe we actually had an Instagram comment that was not me. Yeah, yeah, it was somebody else. Thank you, somebody else, for saying you're excited for season three. Hard eyes or something. Yeah, they they like actually gave us a little emoji. I felt very flattered. Yeah, whoever you are, we love you. Thanks for um, that one. But... I, I think it's like Psych Fan Page or Psych Fan. Yeah, it was some sort of fan of, page, yeah. which means you know your niche is represented here. Hooray. Um, We are also on TikTok. One of those names, and it's the same avatar. 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, you will find us. Yes, we are the one will, that is us. You will find us. We're very high quality production value here. Correct. Oh, yes. We we are very good at what we do, which is very little. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So there's your invitation. Please take it up or don't. I'm not your real mom. Uh, <laughs> send us a voice message. Yes. Yeah, send us a voice message on Anchor. That's the one I forgot. Yeah. Send us uh, Mother's Day call. cards for Zed. No. Um, <laughs> Don't do that, please. Cool. This has been an episode of a podcast, theoretically. Yeah. We hope it didn't get too rambly. We are very grateful for our guest, Eli. Eli, no, is there anything not. you don't would like lie. to plug? Any yeah. handles? Any anything you want people to check you out at? Or would you God, no, I don't want to be seen. Um, I've been said. I've been Grace. And I've been Eli. Max Keeble's big move is on Disney Plus. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine.